Welcome to the Busy Business Women podcast, where you have VIP access to discover the wins and wisdom that have helped successful business brains build businesses that boom. With your host, Faye Hollands from busybusinesswomen.biz. Hey, Faye Hollands here and welcome to episode two of the Busy Business Women podcast, which is all about how to get more done in less time. Now, I have a confession to make. You may or may not already know this. I am a bit of a productivity nerd. I am a bit of a time management ninja. I love getting more done in less time. I love being productive and I you know, truly believe that time is our most valuable asset. So it comes as no surprise to many of you, I'm sure, that I've decided to have or dedicate episode two to all things time management because the better you spend your time, the better you will build your business. So I want to share with you some of my top tips, tactics and strategies today to help you work more smartly so that you can build a business that booms without burning yourself into the ground. Okay. So I just want to tell you a little bit about where this obsession came from. So I started out my corporate career many moons ago now working for the professional services firm KPMG. And we used to bill our time out in 15 minute increments and we needed to be 50% billable, which if you think about, you know, 10 hours in your day, sorry, 80% billable. So if you think about 10 hours in your day, eight of those days have to be billable work that you can charge out to your clients. And that's pretty tough going, right? So you need to become really productive the way that you manage your time. Later on, a few years later, I then also joined the Territorial Army and was part of the Royal Logistics Corps of the British Territorial Army, which is the Reserve Army here in Australia. And, you know, if you know anything about the army, you certainly don't waste anything in the military. So it was drilled into me very, very quickly there uh, that you don't waste time and you certainly turn up on time and you make the most of the time that you've got. I've also got two young, very, very young kids and also juggle running two successful businesses. And on top of that, I'm a timeline therapist. So, you know, it was destined to be my, I suppose, um, obsession that I love time and I love being productive, but also, you know, time. Time is our most valuable commodity, not money. So it makes sense to have a passion around how you spend your time if you want to get more done in your life and your business and want to be successful, which I certainly do. So that's a bit about me, but what do the stats say about time management? Well, statistics tell us that the average business person wastes one or more hours a day due to bad time management. So if you add all of that up, that's more than six weeks a year. Now, imagine if I could just hand over to you an extra six weeks in your year where you can fly off to Bora Bora, sip cocktails by the pool and chill out for six weeks. Wouldn't that be amazing, right? Six weeks is a hefty amount of time. And that's what stats tell us. If you're the average business person, that's what you're wasting a year over a year due to bad time management. Microsoft um, conducted a survey. They surveyed 38,000 people across 200 countries. And what they found is that whilst people were physically at work five days a week, they're only productively using three of those. So most people are actually using 60% or less of their available work time. And in another study by the US Bureau of Labor Statistics, they um, conducted a study using time diaries and found that people claiming to work 60 to 69 hours a week clocked an average of just under 
53 hours of productive time, whilst those who believe they were working 70 to 80 plus hours a week or greater totaled just under 60 hours um, of productive time. So you can see that working longer, working bigger days certainly does not make you more productive. And in amongst all of these numbers, there's one consistent theme, right? It's that time is limited. We each have 24 hours a day to spend and it's how you spend it that makes the difference. That's not rocket science. You know that already. But today I really want to talk about time mastery and how you can get the most out of your time so that you can get more done in less time instead of having to work harder and, you know, hustling and burning out eventually. So I'm going to share with you some key tips. Pens at the ready. If you are walking around listening to this, make sure you come back to it and jot some notes down later on because these are going to provide you with a framework to increase the productivity in your day. So first key tip is number one, and that is to make sure that you have got a roadmap. The key here is to stop managing your time by accident, letting important work pile up and picking whatever you feel like doing first or whatever lands on your lap first, and instead have a really clear roadmap that allows you to bypass being regularly sidetracked during your day so that you can take your productivity to a whole new level. Now, it can be tough to take time out of thinking about your future and building a plan for your business when you run off your feet. I know I've been there. I've been in your shoes completely. And so what happens a lot is that you start your day doing the stuff that's urgent and important and then spend a big part of your day firefighting, right? And as a result, your day can feel really busy, but ultimately unproductive because the way that you've managed your time has been based on other people's demands and not necessarily in line with your priorities what your objectives are, both personally and professionally. And if that's you, you're probably going to end up feeling pretty deflated because you're going to feel overstretched most days. You're going to feel frustrated that you're not doing the important stuff that you had good intentions of doing at the start of the the week or the day. And you're certainly going to end up feeling pretty stressed, um, tired and overwhelmed. So when you start your day having a really clear roadmap for your business in life, that's how you have a good structure around how you're going to manage your time. Now, we all know that having goals is important, right? For a myriad of different reasons. But when it comes to managing your time smartly, it's absolutely imperative. Otherwise, how can you possibly make smart decisions about what you do and when if you don't know what you want to achieve and why? And the reality is, you know, I've been coaching business owners for a decade now. Most people do not have a clear set of goals to manage their time by. And the problem with that is it it can cause a lot of confusion around what you should be doing with your time. So you can end up picking the thing that's easiest on your to-do list and doing that first, which is not necessarily related to the key goals and objectives of your business. And that's when I see business owners start going off track and spending time on tasks that really don't matter in their business. So it's really critical to get crystal clear on what your key goals and objectives are in your business. And that is more than just saying, I want to get more done, right? You need to know exactly what you want to achieve personally and professionally over the next 12 months. You need to think about what KPIs do you want to meet in your in your business? What key responsibilities do you want to make sure that you uh, deliver on? Uh, what do you want to achieve in your career, in your business, in your life? What projects do you want to be working on? What programs or products do you want to launch? And really get into the nitty gritty of what you want to achieve over the next 12 months months. 
So it's decision time. You know, you what I really recommend you do is break down your roadmap and 12-month vision um, or vision for your year into 12 months so you're really clear what you need to be doing and when and that your goals are quantifiable and specific. You know, I'm not going to go through smart goal setting here and make you all yawn, but there's a reason why that's such a popular topic, right? It's because it works. So make sure you have a roadmap for your business and your life so that you can start to spend your time more wisely because without that, you will definitely be wasting time. So that's step number one. Step number two, it doesn't sound like rocket science, but it is really critical. It's to be realistic with how far you can go each day, right? So my in-laws live in Melbourne. I'm just south of Sydney. We've got two young kids. Uh, It's a massive drive. It's about a 10-hour drive, right? And it's completely unrealistic to think that we can do that in one hit without everybody losing the plot kids crying, um, you know, car running out of petrol and, you know, everybody being unhappy. It's a complete disaster to think that you can drive for 10 hours without having to stop. And that's like having a massive to-do list and thinking that you're going to get it all done in one day or one week, right? And then wondering why you feel deflated and burnt out, unfocused and frazzled at the end of your week or your month. Now, having unrealistic expectations really can bring you to a grinding halt. So I want you to think about where are you right now? You know, do you have a to-do list that's as long as your arm and really unrealistic expectations about what you can achieve in your day, your week, your month or your year? You know, for many business owners that I work with, they're overwhelmed by how much that they've got to do. And instead of stopping and reassessing, they simply keep chugging along until they break down. And what I mean by that is, you know, they hit burnout or their business gets into trouble. Um, They're missing goals. They're missing important deadlines for their clients. Things start to break down and go wrong. And having a to-do list as long as your arm and unrealistic expectations is absolutely a recipe for disaster. Now, if you don't have this step sorted out, you're going to find that things turn sour really quite quickly in your business. You're going to feel like you're constantly battling with feeling disappointed that you're not getting enough done. You're going to miss the opportunity to feel productive and satisfied at the end of the day, which is such an enormous motivator. And you're going to struggle to meet those key goals that you've set because you're not going to be focusing on the high-end tasks that actually improve your levels of success and help you reach goals in your business. And if those three things come true, it's highly likely that you're going to stop enjoying the work that you do, enjoying the reason you got into business in the first place, and instead just get bogged down in stuff that doesn't help progress your business um, and improve your quality of life. Okay, so what you need is some sweetness in your day. And what that consists of is a really simple plan to help you focus on high payoff activities and a system to implement every day that helps you easily identify what you should be focusing on and a way to know that what you're doing is actually going to help you reach your goals. And I like to refer to this as mission critical tasks. That's the way to make sure that those critical kind of sour lemon things don't happen, right? Now, this is going to help skyrocket your productivity and narrow your focus on what you do to allow you to get the important stuff done every single day and end your day feeling satisfied. So I've coined this phrase from Tim Ferriss, who wrote The 4-Hour Workweek. Highly recommend that you look it up. And what he talks about is focusing on tasks that directly contribute 
to the key goals and objectives in, you know, whatever ever area of life that you're looking at. So for us in your business, you know, what are the key tasks that directly contribute to you reaching those goals on your roadmap for your business? Now, if you took a look at your to-do list right now, I wonder how many of those tasks on there directly relate to the goals on your roadmap. For many people, and from my experience of seeing this and having this conversation for a long time now, most people's to-do lists are full of tiny little details of things that they don't want to forget and you know, memory bank information that they're using just to keep track of rather than critical tasks that are actually going to help them make more money get more prospects into their business and make their business more successful. So I highly recommend you ditch the huge to-do list that you might be hanging on to and instead start to focus on the things that directly contribute to your key goals and objectives on your in your business. Now, the challenge is that for most time poor people, they don't stop long enough to think laterally about what needs to be done. What they tend to do is jump straight in and do whatever grabs their attention next or whatever is the easiest task. And if your to-do list is full of tasks that aren't mission critical and don't help you make uh, effective choices in your business, then you run the risk of wasting time on the wrong things. There's an extra bit of a layer to add to this point, and I want to talk about the 80-20 rule. So if you've got uh, 10 uh, tasks on your to-do list, Two of those are going to be infinitely more important than the other eight, okay? So, you know, if you've got 80, 10 or 20 mission critical tasks on your to-do list, you're going to end up feeling pretty frazzled. There's no way that you can do 20 mission critical tasks that help increase revenue and um, increase the number of prospects coming through to your business on your own in a day. Uh, Of course, we should be outsourcing and using, uh, you know, VAs and um, support people and staff in our businesses. But if you're trying to do 20 mission critical tasks a day, you're certainly not going to be able to achieve those if they're truly revenue generating tasks. Now, Tim Ferriss recommends picking two mission critical tasks a day to focus on. And that's because of the 80-20 rule, which is known as Pareto's principle. And it's named after an Italian economist who determined that 80% of a nation's wealth is controlled by 20% of its population. But much more relevant to you, it was proved valid across a number of other areas, including time management. So what he found is that 20% of meeting time is spent making 80% of the decisions. 20% of the activities um, that you do account for 80% of your results. And 20% of your tasks account for 80% of the value on your to-do list. So if you've got a to-do list of 10 items, two items on there will be considerably more important than the other eight. So some tasks have a much greater return on your investment of time and energy than others. So it's really important to make sure that you're focusing your time on those high payoff activities, those mission critical tasks, rather than the low end time fillers that many people often find on their to-do list, okay? You can't do everything, so you've got to be selective and therefore it's critical that you work out before you start work what your goals and objectives are and what your mission critical tasks are for the day so that you don't waste time working on the things that really don't matter, So that is step number two. Make sure that you are realistic and identify two mission critical tasks a day that are going to help you reach the key goals and objectives in your business. Okay. 
Step number three is to streamline and focus on routine tasks. Now, the third key is all about moving from a scattered, really haphazard approach to doing routine tasks. And instead, have a really nice systemized plan to do the routine tasks in your day in the most efficient way possible. And this is the way you can say goodbye to doing those really unnecessary, you know, time filler tasks that don't help you achieve your mission critical goals, but they're things that you've got to do. So I want you to imagine this. Imagine you've got a massive long to-do list, you run off your feet, you're jumping from one task to another, and you're refocusing every single time. And if you're not careful, here's what's going to happen. Your stress levels are going to go through the roof. You're going to be wasting time starting, stopping, and restarting tasks over and over and over again. Lots of tasks are going to take a lot longer than they need to. And then if those three things happen, you are certainly going to be feeling very unproductive, and super busy, but achieving very little in your business. And none of us want that, right? So what you need is a really nice approach to streamline the routine tasks that you do every day, a plan to create more time to focus on your mission critical tasks that we've just talked about, and a way of focusing on the right things at the right time. And that's going to allow you to save time doing the routine tasks, which allows you to create more time to do your mission critical tasks, the things that are really important, right? There's a really easy way to do this and it's called batching. You've probably come across it before, but it's amazing how many people don't actually do it, even though they know about it. So I want you to imagine this, right? I come up to you or you come up to me and say, Faye, I'd really like a dozen cupcakes. Can you bake them for me? I mean, firstly, you'd be talking to the wrong person because my baking skills are horrendous. But let's just say I have some ability to do that, right? Imagine cooking cupcakes. So you've got to create 12. And so I get all the ingredients out, I get the bowl out, the mixer, all of the equipment that I need, and then I mix enough ingredients for one cupcake, I mix it all up, I put it in the oven, I put everything away, clean up, tidy up, put everything back in the fridge, and then I start again for cupcake number two. Get all the ingredients out, get all the equipment out, put the oven back on, mix the ingredients, pour them into the cupcake holder thing, uh, that's the technical term, and then cook the cupcake, put everything away, clean up again, and then I move on to cupcake number three. It's insanity, right? It's irritating even listening to. It's very, very time consuming, and I can't imagine anyone in their right mind baking 12 cupcakes separately, individually, right? Yet most people act that way with the routine tasks in their business. Take emails, for example. This is a common day-to-day issue where people are jumping from one email to another. Every time that noise pings up on their computer, on their phone, they jump to that email or they jump to that social media post, they interrupt what they're doing, they answer that message, and then they go back to what they were doing. And then another one pings up and they go back to it. Now, statistics show that we lose up to 25 minutes of time getting back into the zone of important mission critical tasks that we're doing when we're interrupted and we're jumping from one task to another. So batching is a really great way of taking similar tasks, clubbing them together so that you can create much more focus and attention in your business and don't waste time refocusing over and over again. So it's the solution to those distracting but necessary time consumers, those repetitive tasks that interrupt the most important 
important mission critical tasks that you need to do in your business. So switching between tasks on your to-do list really wastes a lot of time, causes a lot of distraction. You know, every time you read an email and then go back to one of your mission critical tasks, it can take your mind up to 25 minutes to get back into that zone and refocus. And as a result, you're losing precious critical time. So an example would be that you might choose to batch your emails and read your emails at three separate times during the day, for example, or return phone calls collectively a couple of times a day. Maybe it's at lunchtime, maybe it's the evening. There would be lots of things that you do in your business that are routine tasks that you can batch so that you stop those unnecessary distractions and can focus on the things that are really going to help build your business and move it forward. So that is step number three, batching. Make sure that you are looking for ways to streamline the routine tasks that you do in your business. Okay, so that brings us on to step number four, which is all about planning. If you think ahead, you can plan your time smartly. But if you don't, you run the risk of firefighting in your day. And that's going to increase the probability significantly that you'll have, you know, a less productive, less effective and less valuable day in relation to your mission critical tasks and your overall goals. So I want you to picture this, right? You've got a deadline for your biggest and most valuable client. Your to-do list is overflowing. Your email's out of control. You've got a project that's about to come to a screen and halt without you. There's kind of chaos going on around you, right? There's a lot to do. If you don't think ahead and manage your time really effectively in this situation, you're certainly not going to be working at your very best. You're going to be underprepared for that piece of client work, regardless of what it is that you do in your business. You're not going to be ready to serve that client at your absolute best. And it's unlikely that you're going to be able to produce your client work to the best of your ability. And you're going to miss important deadlines and you're not going to be focusing on the tasks that provide the biggest value in your business. And if those things come true, you're going to start to feel overwhelmed. You're going to feel stressed. You're going to be spending far too much time and energy worrying about how to fit it all in. And it's going to start to feel like too much. You're not going to be enjoying what you're there to do and the reason that you built your business. So what you need is a really simple way to structure your day so that you know what you're doing and when. And that pretty much guarantees you're going to fit the important tasks into your day and still have time for a life outside of your business. Okay. So I want you to imagine this scenario, right? You've got a war and there's a tank operator and a general. Now you could be the best tank operator out there on the line, shooting off more rounds of ammunition more accurately than anybody else on the line. But if you're not shooting at the right target, your whole day is wasted, right? Then you've got the general. So you've got the tank operator. Now you've got the general. Now the general, through advanced planning, decides where the tank operator ought to fire and as a result increases her productivity, right? The problem is that a lot of people run their days like a tank operator without a general. So they wake up in the morning, they get their kids ready, for example, they get dressed, they race off to work, get to their office, go into their home office, they do the first thing that grabs their attention, they get caught up addressing the most pressing demands, so the urgent emails or the issues and the chaos that's happened overnight. They deal with their whole day in that way. Then they come home at the end of the day, they deal with the chaos of the kids and the bedtime and, you know, all of the rest of the emails that they've got to answer and everything else that's going on for them. And they get up the next morning and they repeat that cycle again. And the problem with that is that it's living life and managing your time by accident. Either you are in control of your time 
or someone else's. And you want to be the general and in control of your time, right? And that takes becoming a master planner. As the old saying goes, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And it's so true. Planning is one of the most important time management techniques to master. And yet still so many people don't do it. So the way to do this really, really well is to make sure that you're planning your time around the mission critical tasks that you want to get done in your day and the tasks that you're batching. And that way you can organize your day so that you know you're going to get done what's important and you're also going to get done the, get the routine tasks done, but not to the detriment of the mission critical tasks. So studies show that 15 minutes of planning saves an hour in execution and also considerably improves the quality of your work. So if you just took 15 minutes a day to plan your day, you can save up to an hour in execution of actually doing that and your output is going to be better. You know, why wouldn't you do that, right? Now, the extra layer to add on to that is, you know, the question, well, all right, when should I plan, Faye? There's a very easy answer for that. You should be planning the night before. Why? Well, first of all, it allows you to go to bed with a sense of certainty and control about the following day. You're going to get up and know what you're doing and when. So you've already got that organized before you go to bed. It's also a really great way to improve the quality of your sleep. So you're not wrestling with those loose ends in your mind of things that you didn't wrap up and do the day before, or you're not sure how your day is going to unfold the following day. So it's a way of starting your day off in the most productive manner. You know, instead of wasting time checking social media, having a coffee, reading your emails and easing yourself into the day, which is especially important if you're a morning person, you're going to be able to get straight into your work and be the most productive person you can be. Also, by planning your day the night before, it means you can go straight to your desk, know what you need to do and by when and get straight on with it. And that allows you to be much more focused. And in turn, it's going to help you achieve your goals much more quickly. So it's really important, 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 it's really important that you plan your work and then work your plan. So I highly recommend you plan your day the night before you block out time in your diary, physically block it out, either write it in or type it in when you are going to do your mission critical tasks, when you are going to do your routine tasks. And one little thing to add extra to that is that studies have shown that 40 minutes is the optimal amount of time to be working on a task. So if you're blocking out two hour, three hour blocks to do work, stop that, block out maximum 60 minutes, and then make sure that you've got a break in between to reset and refocus. And also in your diary, leave some space for flexibility. No one likes to look at a diary and see every single moment of their day blocked out. Um, it's pro- you know psychologically not great, but it also doesn't leave any room for flexibility if anything goes wrong. So that is step number four, planning. And step number five, my final little tidbit that I want to leave you with today is to quit multitasking. I know shock horror, you know, us women have prided ourselves on being crash hot at multitasking over the decades. But seriously, men have got something up on us with this point because multitasking is nothing other than a misnomer. I'm sorry to tell you this, ladies. Picture this, right? You've got a list of competing priorities. You've not got enough time to do them all. So instead of managing your time smartly, you decide to try and do multiple things together, which is also known as multitasking. What then happens is you do everything 
slower. You waste more time making even more, making yourself feel even more stressed and under the pump, and the quality of, quality of your work suffers. And if those th- three things come true, you're going to be even more run off your feet because you're going to have even less time, and you're going to be having to backtrack and sort out mistakes that you've made because you weren't giving those tasks the focus and attention that re- were required. Okay, so multitasking was once heralded as a really fantastic way to maximize your time and get more done. But people started realizing that, you know, when they had a phone in their ear, were making calculations at the same time as they were um, brushing their teeth, that their speed and accuracy suffered. And as Tim Ferriss says in the four hour work week, I'm going to tell you what you already know trying to brush your teeth, talk on the phone, and answer email at the same time just doesn't work. There's considerable research to show that multitasking is in fact a misnomer and it does nothing other than slow you down and make you less productive. So why does that happen? Well, your brain doesn't process multiple tasks simultaneously, actually flicks back and forth rapidly between them. It's like switching a light on and off, on and off, on and off. It's actually really annoying and difficult to concentrate when that's happening, right? So research shows that if you engage in multiple activities at once, you're actually performing them more slowly and less accurately because your brain is having to toggle between those activities and tasks. And our productivity goes down by as much as 40%. So we don't actually multitask, we switch task, which means we're rapidly shifting from one thing to another, interrupting ourselves unproductively and losing time in the process. And we're rapidly toggling between those tasks rather than doing them simultaneously. So it's only tasks that are highly practiced or automatic, like driving a car, that can be performed simultaneously without other actions. You know, and we already know that driving a car and talking on the phone is not a good combination, right? So there are only a few things in your life that are actually good to multitask. Most most things you are better off to focus on that one thing at a time and then move on to the next. So the thing is, if you plan your day properly, there's no need to multitask. But the key thing to remember is that practice does not make perfect when it comes to multitasking. Research shows that heavy multitaskers are less competent at doing several things at once than light multitaskers. So in other words, in contrast to almost everything else in your life, the more you multitask, the worse you get at it. So don't try and practice it to make it perfect. It will never happen. And you will be doing yourself a disservice. Now, one of the reasons why people often find themselves multitasking is because they're constantly distracted and have what is called constant partial attention. Now, a study from the Institute of Psychiatry at the University of London suggests that your IQ falls 10 points when you're fielding constant emails, text messages, and calls, which is the same loss you'd experience if you miss an entire night's sleep. For those parents out there, you all know how tough that can be to miss a whole night's sleep and then have to work the next day. It's also the same loss you'd experience, or sorry, more than double the four-point loss you'd have after smoking marijuana. Now, I'm guessing that most of you are not going to work in your business and lining up a joint. You wouldn't do it right, and yet we're multitasking every day and having the same impact as smoking marijuana. Mm Mm-mm. Now, combined with old school habits of multitasking, we're subjected to a ridiculous number of distractions a day. So studies have shown that we typically change tasks every three minutes. 
The average worker is interrupted every seven minutes, which means up to around 60 to 70 interruptions a day. 11 minutes is the maximum amount of continuous uninterrupted time during the average working day. As I said before, it can take up to 25 minutes to return to an interrupted task, which means that we're dealing with around two and a half hours a day with dealing with distractions, which is such a massive loss, right? So this divided attention results in more frequent interruptions, lapses in concentration, poorer results, and definitely less satisfaction in your business. And the constant nibbling that you're experiencing when you're going from one task to another both slows you down and it dumbs you down. And ultimately, you know, it's very fatiguing and potentially really quite harmful in terms of long-term health. Now, when we task switch, it's like the brain gets confused and looks for default mechanisms, and it can become hard to focus, and ultimately, we can end up taking really costly shortcuts in our business. That constant juggling can really change the way that we think and behave. The other thing is the stimulation that comes from these distractions provokes excitement, And it gives us a blast of dopamine, which researchers say can be addictive. So in its absence, without those distractions, people become bored. And this is why often interruptions are actually self-initiated. So of course, there may be people in your office, in your home office that interrupt you, but just recognize that a lot of the interruptions will actually be because you have left those interruptions on. Things like, you know, make sure you turn off your mobile, turn off email alerts, um, log out of social media, put your phone through to voicemail and get your head up, head down, bum up, you know, focus on what you're doing and get rid of the distractions that can be so time consuming and costly. So that is tip number five. The key thing here is if you are starting to feel a little bit burnt out, if you're in survival mode trying to plow through your day and make it to the end in one piece, or if you're running around like a headless chicken, it's critical that first you have a roadmap for your business. So you now know that the best way to get more done in less time is to free up at least an hour a day to to plan your day and have a clear roadmap so that you know what your key goals and objectives are so that your time can be aligned with what you want to achieve in your business. You also now know that being realistic with the time that you have and planning tasks that directly related to your roadmap are going to lead to much higher levels of productivity and overall satisfaction in your business. And that's actually going to bring dollars into your door, okay? It's going to allow you to feel calm and in control of your business and in your life, and it's going to lead to a much higher level of satisfaction, which is a huge motivator. You also know that batching routine tasks together is a great way to improve your focus and efficiency, and it's going to allow you to leave more time to do your mission-critical tasks that are actually going to pay the bills and build your business, and that it's essential to be the general of your time, and to do and to do that, you need to make sure that you're planning the night before so that you're the general and not the tank operator. And then finally, make sure that you're quitting that multitasking. You're saying adios to those distractions and eliminating those faster than the plague so that you can spend more time in the zone and working in your genius space. So those are five top tips. There are so many more when it comes to time management and productivity, but I'm a big fan of, you know, 
focusing on ordinary things consistently done produce extraordinary results. So if you are nailing those five things in your business and getting them done really, really well, they are going to make a huge difference. And when you can be a master of your time and really up your productivity, you will see the results in your business go through the roof. So I really hope this has been useful for you. If you have loved this episode, I would love you to leave us a review on iTunes. Please share this with your friends. Sharing is caring and time is our most valuable asset. So for the people that you love and care about, go share this with them. They will thank you for it. But for today, I'm going to go off and be super productive, focus on some more mission critical tasks, and I look forward to seeing you back again on the Busy Business Women podcast. My name's Faye Hollands from busybusinesswomen.biz. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you and I look forward to seeing you for episode three soon. Bye.